You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM. Now, if you heard last week's best possible taste, you'll know that I paid a visit to the Balmoral Show up in the north. When I was there, I was introduced to award-winning blogger and author, Jolene Cox, who has an impressive following on social media under the handle One Yummy Mummy. Jolene has a fascinating story that she shared with me earlier today. Let's have a listen. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Jolene, great to talk to you today. You're based up in Tala, but you're from Fermanagh originally, a fellow Nordy. Great to be chatting to you, Sharon. Yes, I'm from a tiny village in Fermanagh called Newtown Butler, just on the border. But um, in Dublin now, I hate to say it, um, 22 years, giving away the old age. But yes, we're here quite a while now, but the accent has stuck, like yourself. We hang on to them for, for dear life, so we do. And I think whenever we're talking to a fellow Nordy, it might get a bit stronger. So I must apologise to the listeners. There will be no subtitles, obviously. <laughs> Definitely so. <laughs> so 22 years ago, you left Fermanagh for Dublin to become a nanny. Yes, I started my journey as a live-in nanny. So um, I always worked with kids. I worked in a little preschool in Newtown Butler. So when I left there, I started out as a nanny in Clontarf. And you could have beamed me from the moon to um, another planet because when we when we moved to Clontarf, I was looking after these two kids and I had a little budget and I always had this interest in food. But in our ingredients were very limited in Fermanagh so garlic a spring of garlic might have been a bit exotic at that time so there was this fabulous supermarket it's still there in Clontarf called Nolan's and they used to do all the lovely cheeses and you know that you'd only ever see really on the cookery programs so with my little budget every week I would head off and I would plan a little few little recipes and meals for the kids and um I got a great kick into seeing them trying new foods, but not only that, um, trying out little recipes myself. So that's where the first love of cooking came from. Because often people will say, oh, I would have been cooking in the kitchen with my grandmother or my mum was a great baker. And I'm not saying that your your mother or your grandmother <laughs> weren't good cooks or weren't good bakers. But you told me whenever we first met a few weeks ago that that's not where that love of cooking came from. It was just something that was inside you. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom would have no issue in saying she can make a good roast, don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, cooking wouldn't be her love. You know, I could do the cooking and she'd do the cleaning. would be the perfect match, match there. But no, I just always had an interest in cookery shows and um, just trying out new ingredients myself. And then as I had my own child, and um, the where the blog came out of 
was I was in like um, the mother and toddler groups. And so as you get to chatting, there would be a lot of, and this was going back to 2015 where blogs weren't what they are now or what they turned into. And the parents would be asking me, oh, what, what, what should I cook? Or I can't cook and I'm really, really bad in the kitchen and I want to move away from, you know, jars and um, total convenience. And I started at first just writing down recipes on a piece of paper and bringing it to the mother and toddler group. And then I discovered WordPress that, oh, I could put this on a blog and the parents in the mother and toddler group could read the recipes and make it easier. So I'm not writing them out. And there was this recipe in particular that um, I loved to cook. It was called chicken curry in a hurry. And it was a really easy, but from scratch, chicken curry, you know, and um, the words got around about the chicken curry in a hurry and the vlog started to grow. And it got to the point, Sharon, when you would Google chicken curry in a hurry, it would be the first recipe that would pop up that that was like how quick it kind of spread from there so that's where the food writing first started and the blog originated from and tell me about the name then one yummy mummy who came up with the name oh do you know what I didn't even think what I didn't even think that this was going to be a brand that I was going to carry with me for like so many years and if I, I if I hadn't thought it through properly because when I give out my email address you know I kind of I, I feel I have to explain um it's yummy food and um it's uh um it's food for parents and mothers so it was like um I thought the yummy mummy thing would be nice to play around with at that time but um it just you know what it grew and it became you know a lot bigger than what I thought it was and a lot of people at that time who had blogs changed to their have changed back to their original name but I have just so much love now for one yummy mummy that I just don't have the heart to part with it you know so it's it, it's sticking around. Well it's lovely to hear that it was other mothers that inspired you to start recording your recipes the sharing the recipes first of all as you say in the old-fashioned way on a piece of paper and then online and in 2018 was it you you actually got a book deal but the the journey to getting the book deal wasn't straightforward did you act did you actively go and try and find a publisher or were you initially approached by a publisher to make all the recipes into a book so what happened there was like the blog was growing. It was doing really well. The social media was um doing really well. And then the Irish Quality Food Awards came along and they had this award for um food blog of the year. And there was all the biggies there that night. And I actually even felt so intimidated being around the table with them. But we got the award, which was amazing. And then I was approached about the book deal just the same week so it was like yeah um I I always had this book in me that I wanted to write I wanted to write a cookbook that was going to be used every day Sharon one that will have dog ears and splashes of food you know one of them ones that you're going to pull down and you're going to know that you have every single ingredient in the press that you know that you can use so that was family food made easy 
that come out in 2018. And yeah, it went to a second print and uh, we had actually our launch in Debray Books on Grafton Street. And to see my cookbook in that window on Grafton Street coming from that wee village in Fermanagh, it was just one of the most surrealist moments of my life, I have to say. But we should highlight that that publisher that came to you initially, that didn't come to fruition. But by that stage, you had decided I'm having a cookbook. So then you went to, you pitched to a second publisher and then it was the third publisher, Urban Press, that said, yeah, yeah. we've got you, Jolene. We'll get this made into a book. Definitely so. Yeah, it was. It it did. It It is always a process, you know what I mean? And it's about, you know, it's really about that belief and not taking no for an answer. And yes, I remember the first um the first chat with Orpen and how much as how much they believed in this book as myself. I took all the photographs as well. So the whole process was myself, you know what I mean? There was, as I say, there was no fancy lighting or trickery, you know, it was really a story from my kitchen to these mom's kitchens, you know, to to like that these recipes can be cooked at home, you know what I mean, every day. And your daughter, Lily May, would have been quite small then. So as your business, because it's now a business, has grown and the blog has grown, the social media, so has Lily May. And she's a huge part of your business now. Yeah, if you see um, Lil's in the cover of the first book, um, and she's actually cracking the egg. She's three. So she, she, and she actually came on stage with me at the Red Line Book Festival at three years of age and like was cracking the eggs and me. So she's been such a huge part of it, but has grown um, with it. And this is just part of her life. So yes, the big passion then that um, has developed from the first and the second cookbook, the second cookbook being Family Kitchen, we had a kids in the kitchen section and during lockdown that really developed Sharon we done weekly um, Zoom cook-alongs and then this developed into our family cooking club which we have now every Tuesday at five o'clock we do live kids in the kitchen classes. Amazing so you know two cookbooks uh, an award-winning blog and a cooking a cooking club now that is um like you want to make home cooking into the new convenience food in, yes. the, in the home. So you're you're really championing that and you really believe that anybody can cook if they put their mind to it. I believe about kind of breaking down those barriers, you know what I mean? That sometimes you can, a, a busy parent can come in from work or they'll open a press full of ingredients and they just are so frazzled. They don't know what to do with them. Or when it comes to making a lasagna, for instance, and you read, okay, now we're going to make our roux. And a, a lot of parents will read, a, the, the, at roux, they're completely turned off. So I will say, do you know what? You actually don't need the flour and you don't need the butter. You can make a roux simply out of some mascarpone mixed with stock and a little bit of mustard. You know, you will get the same white sauce. It's just having these little tips and tricks that's going to, make life easy you know and from your part then has this 
been a journey of self-directed learning, Jolene, or did you go to a college? Did you do any night classes? No, the whole cookery experience is all self-taught. I've worked with kids. Um, before I had Lils, I was a preschool teacher. I used to manage a fresh as well. So I always had the experience of working with families and maybe chatting to the mom or the dad at the door that was seeing that um, firsthand of how stressful we're trying to juggle everything. And that me and me evening meal is the most stressful time of the day sometimes. So I'm trying to say, do you know what? We don't need to make it so stressful. We we, have, we can have these 40 minute pressed meals from scratch and then the next um, passion is getting the kids into the kitchen, learning them, teaching them those skills at a young age, getting them hands on with fresh ingredients because true um, us as parents being so busy it can be so difficult. It's always something that we want to do with our kids, but we think of the mess or we think of, you know, the dangers in the kitchen or we just think of the stress, you know, oh my God. But the, do you know what, the dynamic during a cookery class, the difference in that than baking, say, fairy cakes with a kid, because when you're baking fairy cakes, all it is about is about the licking the bowl or getting the sugar or getting your head stuck in there you know what I mean but if you're going to make a meal for your family and that's what we do with um our kids in the kitchen classes so like next week and um, they're making tandoori butter chicken so we break down that recipe make it really easy for the kids and at the end of it they have this restaurant class meal where they're holding their plate up and they're so proud of themselves it is just an amazing experience and the feedback we get from that is just whenever you say um the dangers in the kitchen the mess and the stress i am not so yes because I have a 12-year-old who would probably cook all day as long as she didn't have to do the clear-up. And by God, she can fairly make a meal. <laughs> so I have to hand it to her. At least she has an interest in it, which is, is great. And whenever you're talking about those Tuesday night classes, Jolene, they, they know in advance what ingredients to have so they've everything there and they're ready to go. It's not, it's not a matter of watching the lesson and then doing it at some stage in the future. They're actually doing it in real time with you. So as part as a member of the family cooking club, you have your own login. So you will log in to the members area and the recipe. So will be in there the Thursday before the Tuesday that we cook. So you know well in advance. But the beauty as well, if you can't cook that Tuesday with us, all classes are recorded. So you will log in on the Wednesday and the recording of the class will be there so the kids can cook when it suits. But so it's fantastic that we have the whole um, members area for the kids. But in the members area, I haven't lost. The parents can, we still have these pressed to plate recipes for the parents as well. So um, if they aren't taking part in the kids in the kitchen classes. We have like really, really simple meal plans and meal ideas for um for them as well. So it's a whole family experience. Brilliant. And you've mentioned the curry in a hurry and, and the lasagna. What other types of dishes are included there and which ones are your personal favourites? You see, the, the ones that I... I I grow to love are the ones that the kids get the most out of, you know. So say if you're doing a fajita tray bake and we have the little tips of 
and tricks of peeling the onion with a like we have a little fork and a peeler and sometimes they can put on a pair of goggles and we have a bit of fun and, and we use scissors color-coded scissors as well so we're trying to use everyday utensils so they don't have to buy specialist ones and my favorite recipes are the ones that that I see that we've broken down so much that it's really, really easy for the kids to cook themselves there. And um, the, so we all say we cook recipes that kids love to eat, you know. So I look at things that they want, that, like say the pizza, for instance, like and there it can be so labor intensive waiting for a dough to rise, whatever. So we make this press pizza, I call it. So um, they make their own dough, but you can make the pizza from press to plate in 30 minutes, you know, and it does taste pretty much the same. You know, I have to say that <laughs> like the, you know, then waiting for your dough to rise and everything. Kids are getting that same experience. And I always think when they're heading off to college or when they're heading out to work themselves, that they have the choice then. Will they order a pizza or no, they have the skill that they're able to make it. They are life skills, aren't they? That's it. It's a gift for life. Yeah. And Nevin McGuire would often talk about that as well. Like he is a great advocate for children learning in the kitchen. Also, um, in terms of cookbook, then like you've so much knowledge there that you have acquired that, you know, you, you've seen it somewhere or trial and error. Do you have a huge library of cookbooks yourself at home? To be honest, you know what? I'm looking at my own two cookbooks here and I, I know it, it's really like I had like Nevin would have been a great influence of mine. And I have to say, because coming from that small um, village in Newtown Butler, and I know Nevin went to the Tekken and the Skillin and um, like being in, having the restaurant as a destination in Black Lane. And you kind of start to believe if Nevin can do it, you know. And I have met him and he's so encouraging. And, you know, even with the last cookbook, he, he wrote a little quote on it. He's so encouraging to anyone really up and coming. And he will give you the nod and really, really generous with his time. But, yeah, when it comes to the cookbooks myself, like I have another one in me, the Kids in the Kitchen one that I need to kind of, Get, get, get out there that that's the next project but I try not to surround myself with too many because it's lovely to be influenced but you don't want to be too influenced when you're in you know what I mean the sector that you know you I, I love to kind of think up these recipes myself or try and think of little tips and tricks that's going to make life easier for parents and kids in the kitchen and have you found, is there anything specific that Lily May will not eat? Is there anything that she doesn't really like? <laughs> Do you know what's so funny? Because I found um a, a little, it was a little drawing in her school bag the other day and I was laughing. I was like, Lily May. And then it was like a little picture of her and it was like, loves dogs, loves music, loves dancing, hates tomatoes. <laughs> She doesn't like tomatoes. <laughs> no, doesn't like tomatoes. She'll have a tomato beet sauce, you know what I mean? But no, when it comes to tomatoes are not her thing. Um, and that's okay. You know, like I always even say we have a lot of fussy kids as well. Oh, she's not big on baby boiled potatoes. And we actually had baby boiled, the kids roasted a rosemary baby boiled potato. They boiled them first and we roasted them off in the oven last week with um a chicken wrapped in bacon 
and she was wrapping the potatoes in the bacon. <laughs> she was going to the kids, try them like this, guys. You might like them. <laughs> you know, but yeah, there is certain things that she, it's just, it, that's not her thing and that's fine. I always say, try it. If you don't like it, your taste buds are tiny now. They're going to grow. They're going to get bigger. You might eventually like them. And that's what I say to the kids cooking along with us too. If you give it a taste, if you don't like it, it's fine. You know what I mean? But you've cooked it all by yourself. Like your family's going to get a big feast out of, you know, what you've cooked tonight. And maybe you might like, you don't like it today, but you might like it next week. You know, who knows? And it's also, it's just really important to try new things, isn't it? That's it. Exactly. And just seeing them hands on with the fresh ingredients. You know, that's the big thing that there is so much learning in where our food comes from by just having some fresh basil there or just, you know what I mean, having your row of fresh ingredients, the kids will then ask the questions, you know, the chicken just doesn't come in a nugget. You know, look at this now, we have a real slimy chicken breast or, you know, we're going to bash that out and they're getting that hands-on experience with it. They're seeing, they're learning with their eyes and then at the end, you know, they see what they've created. Your passion is very obvious whenever you're talking about it. And you obviously love to be cooking in front of an audience. And I would imagine that one of the highlights of your career to date is being on RTE on the Maura and Dahi show. Yeah, the Today Show has been just fantastic. I have to say, such an experience cooking live. And the feedback we have received from that has been Absolutely amazing. Some of me and Lily may will have, you know, always have to look back on. Dahi has been just an absolute dream with Lily May. And, you know, she uh, is so funny. Like she was telling me a story the other day about Dahi coming into the green room and talking to her. And she says, Mom, he was so tall, but there was a light behind him. And he was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, we have to tell Dahi. <laughs> his effect on you he's going to be delighted with that <laughs> so, fantastic. So funny. <laughs> fantastic that you know oh. both of you got such a great perception whenever you were down in Cork at the RT studios there looking into the future then Jolene what, what do you want to see happening with the business over the next 12 to 18 months well it's absolutely amazing. We have a fantastic sponsor on board with Gem. And I have to say that the vision that Gem have for Kids in the Kitchen is we are so aligned together and they have really given me the freedom to express what we're doing, but to, to help it grow, you know, and to get that stamp of approval from such a well-known brand is fantastic. So we have Gem now with us confirmed to the end of the year, which is fantastic. It helped, it's I can see us hopefully hitting, like we're growing nationwide. If we get, you know, into the States and Australia, a few more families abroad would be fantastic just to get our kids in the kitchen message out there. Yes. Well, look, you're a woman with a plan, Jolene, so no better woman to make those ambitions come true. Thanks so much for, for talking to me about it today. And if anybody wants to find out more about the, the classes on a Tuesday night, if they want to sign up to them or they want to order one of your books or both of your books, you're, you're online there, your website has yeah. all of that there. 
Yeah, the website is oneyummymummy.com and we're one yummy mummy across social media as well. So yeah, get in touch. I love to chat. Fantastic. Thanks again, Jolene. Uh, thanks so much, Sharon. That was great. You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM.